Why does God hate the poor? This next episode dealing with this question was supposed to deal with the issue of whether God is moral. However, I'm going out of context for this episode because of comments that I received on the prologues to this question. The comments indicate that the few listeners still believe that the question of why God hates the poor is the same as asking why God allows good and evil. Uh, It is not the same question. I'm going to take the argument of intelligent design as a means to further explain and differentiate why my question is distinct from and is not the same as a question of why does good and evil exist or why God allows good and evil to exist. The argument called intelligent design is made by its proponents as an argument for the existence of God in opposition to evolutionists who argue that there is no God. Logically, both arguments are essentially nonsense. Uh, Since this portion of this podcast does not deal in the philosophy of science yet, we will not deal with the theory of evolution, but only contemplate the intelligent design argument as a means to specify and clarify the relationship between God and the poor, and that this relationship is not simply a question of why does good and evil exist. The argument from intelligent design is substantively unsound and a fallacy because there is no intelligent design in the universe. From the smallest piece of reality to the largest piece to the largest historical events, it is random and arbitrary acts that rule reality. I partially discussed this issue on the podcast episodes on truth and illusion where I contemplated the random and arbitrary nature of the physical world But the same applies to all human events and even major historical events. Everything in life is essentially decided by luck, despite popular opinion to the contrary. For example, even suppose the obvious differences in good and evil, such as popular opinion, and the difference between a Winston Churchill, uh, Franklin Roosevelt, and an Adolf Hitler, and the events of which they were a part, are not the result of any inherent differences in the universe, in their nature, or any intelligent design, but pure luck. Would a change of birthplace, parents, education, and class upbringing, their places in present modern history as hero, heroes and villain would easily have been cha- exchanged? 500 years from now, historians will treat these three as equals. And if anything, historians will wonder how Churchill and Roosevelt got away with their many historical blunders and outright evil acts to cause human suffering, which they caused. It is pure luck that has made one said heroes and the other villain, and the same is true of all heroes and villains throughout history. The real intelligent design of the universe is more analogous to a poker game in which God is the dealer, calls the games, knows the players, and sets the ante, antes, raises and bets. Not only does he know the players and the cards, but he made the players who are what they are because he made them in the same way that the cards and thus the probabilities are what they are because he made them. In theory, giving God the benefit of a doubt by assuming that he does not cheat and by assuming true quantum uh, randomness, not deterministic classical randomness, he does not control the outcome of each hand nor of the game. It is decided purely by the luck of the draw, the probabilities of the given deck, 
game and hands, and each player's ability to read the probabilities and the other players. In theory, this game universe is an empirically just universe in which there really is no good or evil. The best player wins and deserves to win. No one can say that it is an evil that the best player wins, nor in any practical sense can we say that it is unjust that the best player wins and the loser loses. It becomes unjust and evil only when we bring morality into the mix, and by that I mean we view the game from outside of the game. Because the best player, given his God-given abilities at any given time, can do nothing but win. And the worst player, given his God-given abilities at any given time, can do nothing but lose. The reality of this card game universe in which the winners and losers are set is really much worse. Uh, as the dealer, God is entitled to call the ante and to set the highest bets and raises. If he calls a big enough ante, better raise, many people are excluded from playing, uh, let alone having any chance of winning, even assuming they had all the other abilities to win. Though in the big picture of this card game universe, it does not really matter whether player A, B, C, D, or wins, as long as they keep playing and keep the universe going. To make matters really worse, uh, God creates the players so that they will pl only play if there are winners and losers. No one who wants to play in this card game universe is going to keep playing if there are no winners or losers. Everyone wants and believes that they can be a winner until it is too late. Uh, why would God design such a bullshit universe to favor some players over others? Of course, my non-competitive, altruistic types who may be listening to this would see an easy solution to the problem. Simply don't play. But that's uh, equivalent to saying simply don't play the game of life. Uh, that's the way the game is designed. It is easy to say if, if you want to live the life of a hermit, waiting for Christ to return in the last judgment, then it's easy to say don't play the game. You're essentially choosing death. However, if you want to live, prosper, or at least survive in the real world, you have to play the game, and you have to play to win. Or otherwise, those who only care about winning take everything you have, mind, body, and soul. God is God, so there is nothing stopping him from creating such an unfair universe but also there is nothing from stopping him from not creating it. So why does he do it instead of creating a different one that is just and fair? Is God moral? In the perspective of my poker game example, it seems that this question is one of justice or fairness and that he treats some creations better than others, but it really isn't. Uh, justice and fairness only have meaning in relation to a morality. Is the question of God is moral the same as asking whether he is just or fair? Now that you hopefully understand why I differentiate the question of good and evil from the question of, God, of why God hates the poor, I will go back to the intended next question of this series, uh, Is God Moral?